I'm Nikki Gattenby, welcome to Becoming Menopause Podcast. Our guest today takes on life with both hands, being so bold about embracing the change of menopause, stylishly and confidently exploring what joy the future can bring. She's a woman on a quest, and we're going to find out all about that. So let me welcome the menopause stylist, Gloria Smythe. Gloria, so lovely to have you on Becoming Menopause. Your journey will tap into so much that's positive being a menopause for our listeners. So what's your story? Well, what can I say? So my story started four years ago. Yeah, four years ago in July um, when I initially just thought, oh, what's this little bit of heat that I'm feeling across my face? And, you know, I'm just thinking, yeah, it's a bit of summer. No problem with that because I didn't even think anything about menopause didn't think you know well hold on you are 52 you may be ready didn't think nothing about that just sat there passing the time then I started to notice these hot flushes were coming a bit more regular mm-hmm. and again I just thought oh maybe I've just got a bit of a temperature or it could be a virus and then they just stopped so I just thought oh okay nothing to think about that then um, I was in the office at work and all of a sudden, I just kept getting these really... It was only on my face. It wasn't anywhere else. And I just kept thinking, what the hell is this? Sitting there with one of those little mini fans under my jaw. Very helpful until I started to feel like I had locked jaw because I put so much cold under there. Still, again, not even registering. Could be the menopause. Because, you know, the, still still having the periods. There was nothing really different there. It was And I just thought, no, it's not that, didn't think of anything. And then I think it was about the Christmas that year and I was on the train travelling into London at London Bridge and, you know, it was winter, full puffer coat on, packed like sardines up against the window. All of a sudden, a hot flush hit me and it was major. You know, when you could feel the sweat run down the back of your neck and you're literally face to face, armpit to armpit with someone and I'm just thinking, just get me into London Bridge, please. Just just get this in. And what happens? Got stuck at a red light. Oh, no. Of course. So they've gone from subtle hot flushes to the most full-on one you can ever have right at that moment. Honestly, I thought I was about to combust. No oh, lie. I was... I was just like panicking, I was stressing. And then literally when we pulled into London Bridge, of course, I'm up at the door anyway. As soon as that door opened, I literally launched myself onto this platform. And I mean launched, found a seat and I was just sitting there trying to compose myself, ripping the coat off. Never mind about the zip, I was just ripping it off. And I thought, oh, this is not normal. And again, still just dismissing it. I just dismissed it. I didn't take any notice of it until it started happening at night. And Mm -hmm. that's when I thought, now something is going wrong here. And I waking up and again, it was just my head, just totally wet pillows. And it was like happening every like 10 minutes, not sleeping. And I thought, I think I'm in the menopause. You know, looking back now, it's all these things that I just was not initially thinking about but they were all part of it yeah and that's the thing isn't it it becomes unexpected because as as in your words it's we feel it's not normal when in fact it's very normal we just don't talk about it yeah it's very very normal and I suppose like when I look back at growing up my mum never ever spoke about the menopause and again in the Afro-Caribbean community it's just not spoken about it's pretty much like this taboo subject that nobody says they're in the menopause no one talks about the symptoms of it I was just passing my life just carrying on as normal not thinking anything about it and it was only after perhaps just sitting down and thinking like what the hell are you talking about you need to get a grip of what's going on here 
and start looking at your health. And that's yes. when I thought to myself, no, this is all part of your menopausal symptoms that you just never addressed early on. And so now it got to that point where it was quite severe. So I started to just sit down and think, you know what, this is nothing to hide. Start talking about it. Start addressing it. Start looking at, you know, okay, so you've gained some weight. Get rid of the crap that's in your wardrobe that you know you're not going to put back on again and start dressing to the size that you are. I had to embrace it because the more I looked at the change in my body, the more I was just like, you look a hot mess. <laughs> Literally a hot mess. A hot mess. But the thing is, it wasn't a hot mess. It was because I wasn't used to seeing what I was used to seeing. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, I'm there's me thinking, yeah, you're still that 12 to 14. Uh, no, you're not. You're more like a 14 to 16. So the only way I could deal with that was to perhaps just think about, okay, let's look at my diet now. It's not going away. It's here. It's here for... A period of time and I have to deal with it and it's funny that you know sometimes I say to my daughter oh god just leave me alone I'm having a foggy day she said to me you didn't have a fog yesterday you didn't have a fog just a minute ago okay <laughs> well I'm having one now <laughs> it's come out of nowhere and all of this Gloria has spurred you on to make quite a change hasn't it in terms of your professional life because it sounds like all these symptoms crept up and then suddenly okay I'm going to do something about it and, and embrace the change. Yeah because I mean um, my background's always been about fashion anyway you know I'm a trained designer, pattern cutter, seamstress, the whole shebang and I think about five six years ago I um, trained to be a stylist just to add on top of what I already sort of like knew and thought about, once I did do the train as a stylist, I thought, well, we're all stylists in some way or another, but I wanted to niche it down. And with my journey into menopause and like when I've gone into shops and realised that there really is not a lot of clothing out there once you pass a certain age. They just seem to feel that you only fit for elasticated waists <laughs> on your skirts, <laughs> on your trousers. They also seem to feel that you shouldn't be wearing anything with any form of style, you know, or shape. It should just be a plain square. And I just thought, no, this is so wrong. And I mean, because I do have that fashion background, I can, I do know how to layer, how to mix, how to find different items from different shops and mix them together to create an outfit. But if I thought that was a struggle initially, what are other women who are in the menopause, how are they finding it? Because, you know, there's the weight gain, which a lot of us, you know, we don't like it, but it's just something that we have. It's not ev not everyone has it, admittedly, but I know I have. And it's only around the middle section. So, you know, I'm not saying that I've gained it everywhere else, but it is around that middle section that we as women just don't like. But I just feel that at a certain age, when you get to a certain age, you can look stylish, you can look chic, you can look edgy. But if you don't know how to do it, then that's the problem. So that is how I thought, yeah, I'm going to become the menopause stylist because I'm in that journey myself. I know how difficult it is. I know before even becoming a stylist, I knew what items fit well, what items do not fit well. Just a whole general thing. I know all about that. I've seen it all. 
So I just thought, let me start with that and work with women that are struggling with that. Which, you know, is, is wonderful in terms of confidence, because that can be something that really does get hit when we go into the menopause. And what's, what's, um, what kind of impact have you had? What kind of women have you been working with? I've worked with a lot of women who have really lost their confidence. Mm. And it is really sad to see how many of them have lost their confidence and don't feel that they're beautiful anymore. Mm-hmm. They don't feel that they're attractive anymore. They just feel really not worthy. The reason for our Becoming Menopause podcast is to provoke conversation and bust the taboos around menopause. We're on a mission to change the lives of women the world over to have a positive menopause naturally, and we're getting such wonderful feedback. Here's what Ruth has to say about our menopause menopause magnet. I love the menopause magnet. I'm feeling better. My sleep has improved. I'm not waking up having a hot flush all the time. Also, since using the magnet, I'm less aware during the day when I'm working of feeling anxious. The hot flushes were actually bringing on a mild anxiety feeling, which was really affecting me at work. And that isn't happening now, which is amazing. I love the magnet. Wow, this is exactly why we do it. And we'd love to help as many women as possible. So please do share this podcast to help others on their journey to becoming menopoised. So what's your approach to boosting their confidence? Because I know that you do. How do you how do you go about it? So what I do is I tend to meet with when I first meet my client, we sit down, I'll just go a bit doing a bit of deep diving to find out what is it or how do they actually see themselves today? And you can always guarantee it's about they just feel lost, the children have actually grown or they're doing their own thing, husband's not really that interested in their symptoms, they just feel really ugly. And I'm just like, well, okay, so you keep talking about other people, but what about you, yourself, and like, what do you see when you see yourself in a mirror? You can always get, I don't see anything. So I say, okay, well, let's stand in front of a mirror and let's start from head to toe. You know, you can look down and say, so what do you think about your hair? Oh, well, yeah, that's just a mess. Okay, we'll cut it. What do you see? What else do you see? Oh, my face looks a mess. I said, well, it's not really a mess. I said, you've got beautiful eyes. What do you see in your eyes? Oh, yeah, yeah, they're all right. It's okay, or they're okay, so they're not that that bad. And I start working my way down, down, down. And you can, it's always a negative. You're always hearing a negative. Oh, yeah, well, you know, my boobs look terrible. You're wearing the wrong bra. You just cut to the chase, don't you, Gloria? (laughs) And you have to, because I think when you're, um, especially as stylists, you can't be very mansy pansy about it because you're not being honest. Mm. And what I want the women to understand is, I'm more about building you up for you to see something different. Don't see what you think is a negative because it's not a negative. Everything is just how you wear it or what you may not wear. And a lot of women, as I've said to them, the first thing you do need to start with is your underwear because as women get older, they just don't bother. And sometimes your underwear is a key thing. Your bras are a key thing that can lift and create a whole different look. And we will start from that, from the, you know, from the head going all the way down. I'll do that over a period of, say, three to four sessions because it's not just about, you know, I'm coming there to style your wardrobe or to take you shopping. I need you to understand what it is you're seeing and what you need to do and build your confidence. And it's not about, you know, oh, I feel ugly or that's how they see me, I'm old. It's about, well, you're not old. You're still beautiful but you're just projecting what you're feeling on the inside, on the outside. And we need to go in first. So you can always tell somebody's not bothered or they're just not happy. It's always reflected on the outside and it's usually reflected in, don't care what I look like, 
I'm not going to come in there. Can't bother to go and do my nails. Can't bother to do anything. So we start from the inside out first. And then once I've done that, I say, okay, well, let's go and visit the wardrobe. You can always guarantee that is the area that nobody wants you to go into the wardrobe. <laughs> well, yes, we've all got stacks of clothes we don't need. You know, I've gone in there and I've said like, okay, well, let's look at the wardrobe. So how, when was the last time you wore that? Oh, well, I'm saving it for when I've lost the weight. How many years ago was that? You could have, oh, what, you bought it about five years ago and you still haven't worn it. No, because I still haven't lost the weight. Okay, get rid of it. And what I always say to my clients as well is every time you open that wardrobe and you see stuff in there that you cannot fit into, it makes you feel like shit. It just will, because you know that you can't wear it. Do you get much resistance, Gloria? Of course. But then I say, okay, so you still want to try it on. You still want to keep it. Okay, well, let's try it on. Let's try it on. And you can always guarantee it can't even, it's not even going past the thigh or it's not going over, it's just not ever going to fit. Some start, so why are you keeping it? Because it's a memory of the past and you need to be present. Which is a lovely way of looking at it, isn't it? That's, that's a real nugget of wisdom. You get some women that are more like, yeah, just get rid of it, yeah, get rid of it, just just clear it out. And then you go, oh, no, but I want to keep it. But after a while, you know, it's a slow process. I'm not going to say to get, you know, sweep everything out and get baggage or shove it in. It is a slow process because there are some things that could possibly be combined to create a look, but on the whole, in general, a large proportion of the things in people's wardrobes do not fit any longer and it's time to just get rid of that. It's no longer present for you. Stop it. Stop it. Move on. So I think you may have said it, but if there's one nugget of wisdom you have for women in menopause what would it be i always say to to my clients i say the key thing that you all need to remember is keep your basics always have basics in your wardrobe and basics will always create an outfit for you and i'm not saying that you have to have you know these fancy fancy dresses no a lot of the clients that i've worked with always said to them right so what is your basics do you know what your basics are no, I so, said, so do you have a white shirt? No, and I mean, let's face it, we know how many styles the white shirts can be created from now. We've got mm -hmm. the oversized white shirts, the corporate white shirts. It's a white shirt. Always have one of those. Always have your denims. Have you got, how many jeans do women tend to have in their wardrobes? You can always guarantee it's the wrong shapes, but you get the right fit of a jean, it's beautiful. Blazers, oh my God, please, own a blazer. <laughs> own a blazer you can wear that with so many different things have a blazer have a you know leather jacket love a leather jacket nice short crop leather jacket again jeans white shirt jacket it's a look pencil skirts now pencil skirts will fit every and anybody every and anyone I always say to my clients, your dresses are too, you know, skirts, sorry, not dresses. The skirts are way too long. Once they start going mid-calf and going below that, you're on a road to a slippery old age look. We need to stop it. I always say wear them mid-calf. And a pencil skirt is always nice when it's mid. You can wear it with trainers or you can wear it with heels. And it is a beautiful look. Have your basics in your wardrobe and you can create so many looks daily without hesitation 
and still look edgy. And that's lovely. So what kind of feedback do you get? Because if women are changing their wardrobes, they've got their basics and they've, they've got their style. What would you say about people who are supporting them in, through their menopause and they're their friends and family? What kind of feedback do you get from them? A lot of them are just like, oh, one of them made me laugh last week. She said to me, my daughter said, oh my God, where are you going? Who's taking you out? What kind of date are you going on and didn't get my permission? <laughs> and she said, but I'm not going on the dates. I'm just making an effort she says oh my god mum it's so nice to see you looking like yourself again what happened and uh-huh. you know when you hear something like that it just makes you feel like yeah I've done it she is and you know what the feel-good factor that she felt when her daughter said that to her boosted her a hundred and ten percent yes I can imagine I can imagine. When she walked into the office as well, because, I mean, I said to her, right, put this outfit on. And it wasn't anything, you know, massive. It was just a really edgy look. Mm-hmm. And she walked in and she said, her man just said to her, um, are you going for an interview? <laughs> and it wasn't anything. But again, it was noticed immediately. And she sort of like felt that she wasn't being ignored, but people had actually noticed her. She wasn't this person, this old person in the office. I mean, I I hate that word old because nobody's old as far as I'm concerned. She just felt that she was no longer deemed as this woman in the corner that's got the hot flush, she's going through the menopause, ignore her. She felt like everybody actually noticed her. And that is nice to hear because I'm all about that. Nobody's old. You're as old as you train your mindset to be, but nobody's old. Indeed. Indeed. And it makes such a difference how we feel on the inside about ourselves, how we how we portray ourselves on the outside. So this kind of cleanse, this detox you do, sounds like it um, has a great effect for people. Yeah, it does. You know, they do. Initially, when they first have it, it's just like they're just kind of shot like, what do you mean I've got to change this or what you've got to change? I said, well, first of all, the colours that you're wearing are draining you. And this is nothing I always say to my clients. As we get older, we need to wear colour. It's mm-hmm. really important to wear colour because it actually brightens our face. It brightens all the features of our face, our eyes, colouring of our hair, everything. And I'm always saying to them, stop wearing these muted colours. I mean, grey. Oh. <laughs> I can't. It sounds like you've had a transformative effect with, with many women. And is there a, a mantra or a story or an anecdote that you live by that helps you in what you do? I always just say, get up and show up. Get up and show up. Don't get up and not be relevant. Get up and show up. We we are so important in society. We have a lot more to give. And as far as I'm concerned, unless you're lying down and you're about to, you know, die, you still got to showing up. So get up and show up, ladies. That's that's what Gloria's advice is. And it sounds like it's helped many women. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. We all Brilliant. need to do it, ladies. <laughs> show up be relevant and let them know we're still alive indeed indeed gloria that's lovely thank you so much can you tell our listeners where they could find out more about you yes yeah, so i'm on instagram so um if you go on to at men- the menopause stylist mentor i have a website which is gloriasmith.com where i've done some tips on different things you know being age 50 plus vitamins, trends, there's a few things on there. Also, I have a Facebook group, which is um, Menopause Style with Gloria. 
But as I said, if you want to email me, ask me any questions, I also have a free one hour consultation with anyone that may be interested. My email address is stylewithme at gloriasmythe.com. Wonderful. Thank you so much. So if our, if our listeners want to get up and show up and, and feel like themselves again, that could be a great thing for them to do. And it's really good to hear your story from, uh, from feeling like a hot mess to embracing change and all the stuff you've done on the way, Gloria. So thank you for sharing your story with us. It's been great to speak to you. Thank you, Nikki. You've been listening to the Becoming Menopause podcast. Don't forget to tune to the next episode and please share with people in your circle because when your menopause is too hot to handle, menopause can help you get your cool back naturally. 